Oh, I know so many of you were excited about the weekend, but before we get to the weekend, something even better, Fridays with Doc Adam Smith. Hey, Adam, thanks for being back on the podcast, man. Appreciate it. Hey, hey. Happy Friday. How's your week going? Everything good? It's been a good week. Yeah. Pretty relaxed. Two sunny days. Been to the beach. Nice. Uh, played some golf. It's been good. How far are you from the beach? Three kilometers. Oh, no way. Really? Yeah. Oh, the life. Really? We, we lived, we used to live on the beach. Like last year, we lived on the beach. Uh, nice. Like you could swim whenever you want. Well, if you wanted to go in the cold water. Because uh, uh, the water's only hot here, maybe four months a year. How'd you end up in Australia? I know you're British, right? You're, you're English. What, what, what took you to Australia? Unless you are Australian, and I, I'm, I got my research wrong here, but aren't you? You're from England, right? Yeah. Uh, the healthcare system in the UK was struggling. A yeah. hard environment to work in. Yeah, uh, I didn't enjoy it. Uh, uh, and then you, I guess you know we got the opportunity to move to either New Zealand or Australia. Oh, uh, okay. And we just you know happened and you like to it? fall in Australia. Oh, I love it. It's it's, it's a really good place to so, live. So so when people ask, and I get this question a lot, right? People ask me, "Hey, where where can I live? I want to move out of the Philippines. Where do I live?" I always say Canada if you can deal with the winter, and. Australia, if you can deal with the wildlife, because, and and this is probably so narrow-minded and just stupid because, I don't know, sometimes I'm stupid, but I'll say the thing is about Australia, beautiful, people are great, country's good, weather's good, everything's good, but of the top five fucking most poisonous spiders, maybe three of them are there, of the top five most fucking poisonous snakes, probably fucking one and two are there. And every other animal that we're willing to rip your fucking neck off lives there. And they're in the cities. Like, you can, you can totally put your fucking foot in a shoe and number two most deadly spider in the world will bite your ass. Is that really true or I, am I exaggerating? It wasn't deadly, but I put, I put the T-shirt on the other day uh, and then there was a massive spider came crawling out of it. Oh, it was horrible. This big, hairy thing. <laughs> So I'm right. Like, I'm I told to you guys. <laughs> and 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 then it was quite interesting when I started work here. Yeah. Lots of people come with spider bites yeah. or things like. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't learn any of this at medical school. <laughs> so it's true. There there could be a big fucking spider in your shoe at any given time in the middle of downtown Sydney. Like you don't have to be in the outback. You can be legit in the BGC equivalent and number three in the world. Just happens to be in your shoe. Yes? I don't know about Sydney. Uh, but I think in other parts of Australia, yeah. You can have oh, no, my, be my, dangerous yeah. animals around yeah. any corner. <laughs> Even, I, was, I was on the golf course the other day. I was having, a, I I was having a, a, a wee on the fifth hole before yes. I hit my shot. And I was like, goodness me, this could be snakes or anything in this bush. <laughs> I don't think like that when I'm in the UK, I can tell you. Yeah, that's what I mean. So that, that, that's my only problem with Australia, man. I'll tell you. Everything else is... Oh, I encourage you to go. It is beautiful. It's great. It's just the people are fantastic. Everything. But the animals will fuck you up. And you don't have to go far to find them. They'll they'll find you. You leave your door open. Just leave the crack of your door open. King Cobra right inside your house. <laughs> I think for, for a Filipino looking to move abroad, Australia is a great shout. Really good place to move to. Uh, it's close to the Philippines. You know, seven hour flight. For yep. most places, yep. Yep. Uh, the climate's good. 
the people are friendly. There's a big Filipino community here. It's a good place to move. I, I, I haven't been to Canada, but Canada's a lot further away, isn't it? Uh, it is. Sorry. It's very cold. It's very cold too. Yeah. I mean, and so that's that's the thing. But uh, yeah, no, no, no pit, no pit viper in your cereal, though, Adam. Uh, in, in, <laughs> in Canada, I'll tell you that. I'm, I'm just giving you guys shit. But yeah, I mean, the biggest, the biggest great white sharks in the world are there. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I went, I went great white, great white shark diving before. Yeah. In Africa, and I jump in the water. You're in a cage, fucking great white sharks, fucking you know, banging on the cage because there's all this blood in the water and stuff like that. I'm like, God, these things are huge. And then like, oh, wait to go to Australia. You think that's big? Fucking <laughs> Australia, they got they got the biggest ones. I always just hear that, so I'm like, I'm always wild well, I, by, by by the wildlife. I was spearfishing uh, last year, and uh, and I turned around, and there was this like massive uh, ray, like the size. Of, I'm not exaggerating. It's like the size of the car. And I jumped, and it jumped, and swam away. Goodness me! <laughs> oh man, such good. Wait, but hey, if you love animals, then it's perfect. Then you know, all day long, all day long. All right, Adam, uh, let's knock out some calls here. We're going to do three today. In fact, we'll go to New Zealand for for one of them. I believe the other one is in Canada. We're just talking about Canada. We'll go to Canada. Actually, we'll go to Canada first, and then of course, it's always nice to touch home. Uh, and go to the Philippines for our lineup today. Um, I want to bring something up though. Adam, you are a doctor, and you're a very careful one as well. And I would love to be your patient if I ever get a snake bite or anything, and I'm in Australia. But you are a do-the-right-thing guy, and I've now known more that. Like, I know that about you now than ever because your relationship with me has been only about less than a month. But the more I interact with you on a daily basis, we text each other pretty regularly the more I'm convinced you're just a, you're a good, not just a good guy, but you're a careful, good doctor. So we've thought, you know what? Let's do the right thing. Each call, you just, you, it's the right thing to do is give a disclaimer and say, Hey guys, if this, especially if there's a medical aspect to the call, nothing I say here is going to, what is it? Substitute for seeing your real doctor. I I forgot what the line is, right? Yeah. Essentially I'm here to give people information um, and for entertainment, uh, yep. but nothing I can give should any advice I give should ever be interpreted as specific medical advice or diagnosis to your problem or to the caller's problem. It shouldn't ever substitute seeing a seeing a doctor. And we just need to clarify that right. because right. people are ringing up for advice, and I am a doctor, but I'm not a doctor giving you advice for your problem. We're just generally discussing, right? Uh, discussing just because the, just you're, the, you're not with them. the problems. From, right? No. Yeah. Uh, I'm not with them. They're in a different country. Right. Uh, we, there's lots of reasons why I can't give them specific advice for their problem. But I think that we just need to, every time we have a caller, we're just going to have a, a quick sentence just to make sure that people understand that that's the, right. that's right. the scenario we're dealing with. Yeah. No, and I'm 100% behind that. It makes a total, like, makes total sense. And yeah, I, I think that's definitely something we should do. So no, I'm, I'm aboard with that. Double thumbs up. Let's do it. And let's start here with our first caller of the night. Next call. Let's talk to Trisha. Trisha is, gosh, how old is Trisha here? I believe she's 34 years old. She's in Toronto, Canada, and she's on the show. Hey, Trisha, welcome to the program. What's up? Hey, Mo. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Every, everybody's good. I'm happy to be here. Adam's here. We're, we're pumped up about uh, today's episode. And I think this is the most excited I've ever been uh, on an episode. Just, at least, you know. 
with you, Adam. <laughs> anyway, it's been early, but still. <laughs> um, Trisha, what do you got going on? What do you want to talk about? Yeah, so just a quick uh, backstory about my question. So I'm, I've been here in Toronto for almost three years. So it's through this live-in caregiver program. So my, my, my employer sponsored me in the Philippines. Okay. But I am um I'm a registered nurse in the Philippines practicing for like more than 10 years. All right. So um I have this friend um nakilala itong employer ko and asked me if I want to come here in Canada because someone's willing to sponsor me. Yeah. Through this program because it's the easiest way. Right, right. Para right. Niya Canada. So I was like, okay, sure because everyone's but it if if it's Canada, right? Like everyone's like, oh okay, my god, sure. of course. It's yeah. like it's like getting tickets it's to a Disneyland, dream, right? right? Canada, so I, Australia, I, I, UK, and then America, maybe in that order. I, I think for Filipinos, that's like that's that's hitting that's hitting the lottery. If if you yeah. get there, yeah. But I was currently in the Middle East back then when okay. my friend asked me. I was working as a registered nurse there too. Uh, so I was thinking, um, stepping stone lang yung pagiging living caregiver so so even even though i'll be coming through the live-in caregiver program there's this internal arrangement that they will just sponsored me but then i was just gonna help out with the boss with my employer with her business now now is, when you say when you say sorry to cut you off but when you say a, an agreement this is not on paper this is a verbal agreement right this is yeah. Yeah. Okay, which is always dangerous when you're changing your life and your career and and, and all yes. of that stuff, right? You need stuff in writing. I know, pero sa Pilipinas, di ba? We're, we're ganyan tayo, no? Uh, sige, hindi. Ganito lang yan. Pero, one, uh, you know, promise, promise. Pagdating mo dyan, aayusin ko. And then, we, we, you know, it's still, it doesn't, we're so pumped up about the the yeah. opportunity to get out that, okay, fine. It's not in writing. I don't give a fuck. We'll do it. You know, it, it's yeah, yeah. it's who we are, man. Although, I, um, the, I, I talked to the employer before, like they did like series of interviews first, and um, so the the setup for the live-in caregiver is I'll be staying in their house, like their house for free, and yeah. um, I'll be like no, even the food, whatever they'll be paying for it. So, sure. So, I don't know. It took me almost two years before, kasi yung tagal ng processing sa Pilipinas. Pero yun nga. So, ito na nagwork na dito. So initially, okay naman yung work ko. So yung work kasi is related to real estate. Okay. So so nag-assist ako sa kanya. So initially, okay naman yung work ko kasi meron pa siyang assistant before. So the assistant, nag-ano siya, nag-resign siya. So ako na lang yung naiwan sa kanya since um 20, late 2019. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so, so like the workload mas tumagtag na siya instead of two people doing the job it's just me myself doing everything right, right. so 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 last year when covid happened um four months na medyo hindi ako nag work so i just uh, um nag ano ko dun sa government government um what's this program for for like help kapag wala yeah, work assistance right, right. right. yeah is is that is that you mean you mean government assistance? They'll get, it's like an unemployment yeah, here in the yeah, U.S. Yeah. Australia uh, is that a the doll? Is is that is that what it's called, uh, Adam? Or is that something different when you're on the doll? Uh, this, is that different? Yeah, it's called. I think the doll in in England it's called the doll. Uh-huh. Um, I think here 
Job seeker. It's called job seeker. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, got it. And so, so wait, I'm a little confused now, uh, Trisha, real quick. You said you were going to be a caregiver in Canada. That was the paperwork process. Do you get to Canada and you're working as an assistant for a real estate agency? Or or, or I'm, I'm a little confused. It's just like, it's just a small business. I know, but you're not, so you're not a caregiver at all. At all. But initially, um, like for a few months, minsan nag-aalaga ko ng mga bata. Mga bata na may nang, nang sponsor mo. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, so hindi siya full pledge na like nag-aalaga ako. But okay. naglilinis ako ng bahay and stuff. Yeah. This you is know? this is this like, is a very common <clears throat> it's a very common scenario for uh, Filipinos Adam. I'm not sure if you if you are privy to this or maybe even see it in Australia yourself wherein you'll get Filipinos who are you know, certified, educated, passing their exams, are full-blown, say, registered nurse, even doctors. And then when they go abroad, they are massively downgraded. Sorry, Trisha, it is what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're yeah. massively downgraded into your job. And it, it takes a toll on your mental because, like, I'm a fucking That's doctor, true. man. <laughs> or I'm a registered nurse. Now I'm... A I'm ma- cleaning the toilet only, of other people. Right, I'm, like, yeah. on maid level now. And... Again, I, I I don't mean offense to maids or anything like that, yeah. but you get my point. You work, you take the exams, you certify yourself, you're f- fucking legit. And then to just that drive to get out of the country, you get massively underemployed when you get to where you're going. Very typical, right. very, very, very typical story of many OFWs, no matter what country you go to. This is this happens mm-hmm. all the time. And yeah. I'm assuming now, Trisha, it's taking a toll on your mental. Yeah, yeah, so much. Like it started like late last year because um COVID happened, right? I was actually supposed to get my exam for my my nursing licensure here in Canada. Okay. But it's a series of exam. But because of COVID, they postponed it for almost a year now. Yeah, so I yeah. cannot proceed with my nursing licensure um here in Canada because of COVID. So it's also stressing me out. And also I cannot work anywhere else because my my work status here is like specific work right. specific. It's, con- it's contingent only. on yeah yeah okay yeah. So I cannot like and then I applied my permanent residency 2019, and also because of COVID, there's no progress in my papers. Gotcha. So Trisha, what's the question so, then? So the question is, so I'm in, in a dilemma, if I'll quit my job or not. Because you can't, um, you honestly, can't quit, you can't quit your job unless you're you're ready to go yeah, back home. Yeah, honestly, my work is okay, like okay, but then they're not really um, reciprocating my my work, and they're not willing to pay me more in terms of my like like the workload that they're giving me. They're not willing to pay me more. The last time I spoke with them regarding my pay, like they told me. Why are you asking for this? We're, we're not asking you to pay for your rent and stuff. But then I'm just, it's part of the, the contract, right? And then initially part of the contract is I get to get free food and stuff, but then they're not giving it to me too. So I'm spending oh. for my own food. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, okay. What, what, what's, what's the, what's the game plan though? If you, if you quit your job, what happens? You go back home or, or what? You can't so stay if there, I right? quit my job. Yeah. Um, I, I really can't go back home because because I don't have my papers because all my paper, paperwork expired and I was actually hoping 
that my permanent residency will, will come anytime soon. But still, wala pa rin. So, so I was actually thinking of um, talking to my boss and kasi sinabi niya pa sa akin, if you're, if you're planning to quit, tell us ahead of time because they know that I'm processing my papers. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Trisha, 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 just, just so I'm clear now or we're clear. If you quit, what happens? That, like, just answer that. If you quit, what happens to you? Your TNT. I I need to find another employer who's willing to sponsor me. Okay, and that, that's want so hard to do. That is so hard to do. Yeah, especially this time I, I of mean, COVID. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to say the word impossible. It's just, wow, that's, it's, that's so it's difficult. It's possible. I know, but, but it's so difficult. Are, I'm sorry? It's so difficult, right? Yeah, it's so difficult. And or, or if not that, I will have to wait until my permanent residency, residency paper comes. And that will take me some time. What's that I, mean? I cannot... What's some time mean? What does that mean? Right now, there's no specific time because before it's just maximum of a year. But now my papers has been there for like a year and a half. Okay, right, right, and that's COVID related. Uh, just yeah, like everything, just like everything else. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so what's what's really the reason why I actually got, I messaged him was I don't know what's really happening with me. Like I don't have I don't have. By the way, I don't have anyone here. I don't have family. I don't know, like distant relative or whatnot. So it's just myself. So and yeah, yeah, yeah. My family back home, they're not really like supportive. You sound like you're about to cry here, uh, Trisha. So let's let's try to give you a break, um, and 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 chat it up here. Adam and I can chat it up a little bit, but but just kind of hang in there, take a deep breath, because it sounds like you're yeah. you're about to get emotional. That's fine. I just I don't, I don't want to, you know, make you feel even worse. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. It, dude. Trisha, I, there's nothing wrong crying, and people cry on the show constantly. I have no issue with that. I just want you to take a break, just because uh-huh. you know I know it's tough on you. Um, Adam, your thoughts on this? I, I generally am suck it up kind of guy. Suck it up, suck it up. Fucking COVID, man. Fucking everybody else's life. Suck it up. But, but sometimes I, 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 I am not too. I, think I probably I'm not just need a bit more information to give my thoughts on it. Yeah. Um, go ahead. It's it's interesting, isn't it? Like generally speaking, um, a lot of lots of Filipinos do obviously seek a better life in another country like Canada, Australia, like you said. Yeah. Uh, but often that life tends to be quite lonely and isolating, uh, and sending a lot of money back home. Uh, and it just made it just made me question sometimes whether that life actually is better or not. <laughs> and like I, I know a lot of Filipinos who seem quite isolated in Australia, who I see as patients and. Uh, would I don't know if their life would be as isolated and lonely back home. I don't know. Yeah, interesting. It's it's, it's a weird dance, right? Because yeah, you get to mm. be home and then you feel good because you're with your family in a in a country in a culture that's very family oriented. You feel mm. good about it, and then and then essentially when you want a better life, because of course you're not getting as much money as you think you need for the lifestyle you choose. You want to go abroad, but when you go abroad, you're then hit with some freaking massive challenges like loneliness, homesickness. And then if you throw in COVID, it just compounds that problem. And the thing is, though, Trisha, I think you have to kind of assess how much more am I willing to take before I go home? And home is the only other option I'm going to I'm going to be confident about 
in terms of giving you advice. I if if you're gonna say, hey, I'm gonna look for another job, Nalang, because this one's driving me nuts. That's so difficult to do. I don't know if that just opens another door of feeling like a failure, feeling like you can't make it. And I mm-hmm. would more encourage you to either decide on should I go home now or stay. And if I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna suck this up. Sorry. I know it's tough, but I'm going to suck it up because I still have intentions of being a nurse here. And if that means taking the exams and studying, that's how I'm going to fill my time right now. So when that moment and opportunity comes around, I'm ready for it. Um, you have the summer coming up in a little bit there in Canada. Winters are generally difficult on the mental, right? The gray skies, the cold weather, it's fucking miserable. Now you have summer coming up, you've got spring coming up. I'm not saying that's going to clear everything up, but I'm trying to look for small wins and give you a little hope. And where are the wins? Well, you you have a country that's a great vaccination program. So I'm assuming your country will get back on its feet faster than others, faster than us, fast, definitely fucking faster than the Philippines. You guys are on the right path to get to back to normalcy. And once normalcy comes around, the paperwork starts to catch up. And then you got the weather starting to clear up a little bit. And I'm going to, just like the plants start to kind of give life, I want it to give life to you that, okay, hey, this sucks. It's tough. But my dream is to be here and to be a registered nurse. And I can see that light at the end of the tunnel because it's, there's a possibility. Compared to quitting, it possibly be making a U-turn and, and putting you in, in a worse position because now you have no money. You m- might have no purpose. And you'll decide to go home. And I'm okay with you going home. But you have to decide. Is that... I don't want to go home to... Okay. I, then, but what, okay. My, what, what's worse? Staying in the job that you're in or going home? I just... I'm just thinking of just quitting here and maybe finding someone, some, some other job. You can find another job before you quit. But not quit and find another job. Not in COVID time. Adam, you, do you agree with that or or... Do you disagree yeah. because there's a level of, of the, the mental health a- aspect to this? I don't want to disregard too much. No, just regarding the mental health aspect. I'll just, you know, say my quick disclosure before I give any of yeah, my yeah, 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 right, right. general feelings. You know, obviously, I can only give sort of genuine advice and this shouldn't be placed any advice, you know, that you get from your personal doctor. But regarding your current situation, like, um, how many hours a week are you working? 40. Do you, 40. And do you have any friends there? I'm sorry? Do you have any friends? I have in friends, the, in, but they're in, far. In, we, we, I can't see them. Okay. You can't see them for, not, for COVID reasons it, as well? Like yeah, COVID reasons. Okay, gotcha. COVID reasons. So it's really isolating. Okay. Like, is there, because there's a quite a big Filipino community in Canada, right? Monstrous. <laughs> it's yeah. huge. It's huge. <laughs> So what do you, so what are you doing when you're not working? What's your how do you keep busy? Sometimes I get like um small jobs too, part time jobs. Okay, you might need you might, not, what, you might need a break. <laughs> from I, I, and basically, what you don't like about the job is is that it's boring and not engaging you and isn't stimulating. Is that right? Right, correct. Yeah. Because the only, because the only part-time job that I can get here is like cleaning jobs, because it's just only, it's just a cash job that I can get. Right, right, right. Paperwork. Yeah, I think when there's, I think 
you know, when there's light at the end of the ch- tunnel, you need to, you know, think about whether you can persevere until you get to that light at the end of the tunnel, right? So I think Moore's, I think Moore's right. You know, you just need to decide whether you can persevere through what you're going through, or or whether you need to call it a day and go back to the Philippines. I mean, we can't, we can't answer that because you can't get all all the information, obviously, in in a, in a phone call. But yeah, and, I think and, and, and Trisha, though, often like- if yeah, sorry, often if there's light at the end of the tunnel, tunnel, which is is going to make you happier, then often it's worth persevering in these things, isn't it? Yeah, if there's no light the at the end of the tunnel, if you're if you're in a job and it was miserable, you're just cleaning all day, and you knew for the next forty years all you're going to be doing is cleaning all day until you're seventy, and then that's it. Then I think your circumstances change significantly, but. You, we're turning the corner, aren't we, on COVID? Uh, you know, people, the vaccines are coming out, things are improving. Uh, so it could well be that your situation is going to improve quite quickly, quite soon. Right. Uh, so I think given the circumstances, uh, you need to decide whether you can persevere until till things do improve, I think. 100%. And, re- and remember, Tricia, yeah. that, that light that we're talking about, that Adam's bringing up and, and you know, we've we've kind of established that's life-changing light. That's not an improvement of your life. It is an overhaul of your life. It goes from what you're doing now, cash jobs and caregiving, nanny slash katulong shit, to full registered nurse, full lifestyle change. And yeah. that should be massive motivation for you. Now, should is the question. That's, really, should sorry, is, that's really my motivation, but then... I need to study for my exams, but then because of this, I really can't focus. Like most of the time, I can focus studying because of all the shit that's happening with my. And that's life. the challenge, though, Trisha. Right? That is the challenge. Is how do you focus on? How do you get hungry for that light at the end of the tunnel? And if you're gonna let, and and God, I, that's the wrong word, right? Let something. Obviously, you're not letting it. You're not inviting it. But if it is affecting you. To the point where you can't study things that you already know, by the way, because you've passed it before. Mm-hmm. Just, these are just refreshers, right? If it's getting in the way of that, that's really the battle here. And how do you win that battle? It's tough. I, I don't know. I'm not in your head. I'm not, I'm not next to you. I don't know what you're like on the day-to-day. I can only kind of sit here and give you a pep talk and go, rah, 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 let's go, Trisha. Fuck these toilets, man. In a year's time, <laughs> you're going to be... A, a permanent resident in Canada, B, a registered nurse, C, living the life that we all dreamed about when we were in the Philippines trying to get out. It's there. It's within reaching distance. So how do you get from, what do you do on the head between now and that, that end of the, of, the, of the challenge? And what we're telling you is, hey, you're in a country that's speeding up the process. If you were somewhere else, I would be less optimistic. But I am optimistic because of where you are and who you are and what you've done in the past and what your credentials are. Adam's right, man. If if you knew that you were going to be stuck cleaning toilets for the next 25, 30 years, I'm out of here, man. Going home. Fuck that. Because I could do that back home. But at least I'll be with my family and my friends. Mm-hmm. But that's not the reality for you. So I'm yeah, sorry. So I'm sorry. It's, co- it's cost to benefit. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. It's you're right. Cost to benefit ratio, isn't it? You know, Super. you need to look at the costs and look at the benefits that you can get from those costs. Like the caller we had last week, who was studying and stressed about studying. Right. Like, right. if 
nobody nobody wants to sit and study for 10 hours but if if at the end of that you're going to get the career or the life you want then it's worth it absolutely in, absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. absolutely okay yeah. And Trisha, we've got a Discord server here for the show. There's a ton of listeners in Toronto. We just had a caller from Toronto the other day, albeit she's probably 19 years old or whatever she was, she was young, who was trying to get all the other Toronto callers who have, have, who have a little bit of a, you know, they're going through some shit, and she was trying mm-hmm. to rile them up and get them together. If you're looking for interaction, and you can use this show as a common denominator, Go to the Discord server. There's a Canada channel for this show that just Canadians. And a big, big chunk of them are Torontonians. And 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 con- connect with them. And they're there, man. Also, they're, they're hungry. They're hungry. They're hungry for people who call the show, listen to the show, and, and put up a community together for each other. Okay. Yeah, what's the lockdown situation at the moment? Can you go to people's houses in Canada? Sorry. Are you allowed to? Are you allowed to go to people's houses in Canada? Are you allowed to meet up in restaurants? Oh. Um, not all the cities. I think they just they're slowly opening up each cities, but not yeah. yet. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think it's important to get a community, isn't it? Yeah. You no. Know? Absolutely. Especially when you're homesick, for sure. And I think that's that's the beauty sometimes of of a show like this is. You can hear. Oh wait, this person's in Toronto too. Oh wait, shoot, they need they need a friend. I, I, let's let's see. We we've got something in common. That's one thing Filipinos are definitely very good at. You know, forming Hell a yes. community outside of their country. Like I, I went to a basketball game the other day, and it was just full of like fifty Filipinos. <laughs> like the 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 English would never do that. You they never they never organize an event like that. Uh, while Filipinos are really good at right, right. coming together when abroad. Uh, so maybe you just need to look at what communities are available near you, whether yeah. it's like sport, badminton, or just whatever. There's always right. a Filipino community nearby. And guess what? I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, Trisha, there's going to be quite a few of them that are in the same boat as you. Some of them might not have the light at the end of the tunnel that you have, but I guarantee you're going to find two, three, four people, maybe even more, who have gone through what you're going through, meaning career professional back home, brought to Canada or went to Canada for a better life, but knowing that they had to accept an underemployed type of situation. Mm-hmm. And you can lean on those people. I promise you, they're there. We've gotten call after call. We've done 2,000 episodes of this show. How many times have we heard this? So I'm not saying it's a common problem, but I'm telling you it happens. And there's people out there who have experienced it who might give you way better advice than Adam and I because they're actually in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hang in there. I know that's a shitty advice. It's, it's kind of a cop out for me to say, "Hey, hang in there." But just and one other thing, something that Filipinos don't traditionally think about, generally speaking, is mental health. So, I mean, if you are starting to feel depressed and low and lonely, then it might be worth, or would be worth, seeing a doctor if one's available. Just to discuss that. That is a real. I can't believe. I, yeah, that that's such good advice. I can't believe I forgot to throw that in there. With the time that you have, instead of looking at cash jobs and stuff like that, go see a therapist. Absolutely, Adam's hundred mm. percent right. Because it could be the thing that unwires this thing in your head, the feeling that gets you where you can concentrate about the future, the near future for you and your career and your place there in Canada. 
absolutely see somebody. Okay. Okay. All right, Trisha. I'm glad you've. I'm, I'm glad you called, and I'm, we're we're glad to speak to you. And and honestly, I feel really good about about where you're at and and where you're going to be. Okay. Thank you so much. All right, love. Good Thanks. luck. Thanks so hard, um, good luck. Thanks for okay, the call. Bye. All right. Bye. Yeah. This is the. Uh, this is the struggle is real part for so many of, uh, I say us, not that I had that path, but so many of us as, as, as Filipinos know, is getting abroad, man, that, that push to get abroad. And unfortunately, and, and I know I'm a broken record when I say this, but maybe Adam has never heard this. Maybe Adam's viewers have never heard me say this. So I might as well say it now just in case there's a new audience. But you know the rant is coming. If our government didn't fuck our country so hard the way it does, we don't have to resort to this. We don't have to resort to leaving the country, leaving your family behind, leaving your children behind, leaving your parents behind to get a better life somewhere else. And that better life even downgrades who I was. Now, yes, it's an upgrade in lifestyle, but it's, it's, it's a downgrade sometimes in confidence and self-esteem and all the all of that I worked hard for in school to get to where I am because our government decides to steal from its people. It's insane. I'm sorry to get political, Adam, on this, but yeah. it is so yeah. directly related to you not being with your loved ones. Uh, yeah, I'm not commenting on politics. <laughs> yeah, no, don't worry. I, that's why I said I apologize, I apologize uh, to, I, to get I, political. I do think that, uh, I do think, it's interesting for me because lots of things in the Philippines are very focused on materialism and material wealth, right? So, yeah. you, you, you know, you, in Manila, like everyone wants to go and walk around Greenbelt or whatever, uh, whatever they want to do. There's a, there's a lot of desire for materialistic things. Well, if you look at traditionally more wealthy countries, there are, I think, in a lot of cases, higher levels of, you know, depression and mental health problems. So, yeah. yeah. So a lot of people leave the Philippines in what appears to be quite a happy environment, um, even though they've not got much materialistically, they've got lots family-wise, and they leave, and then they isolate themselves and develop, you know, mental health problems and depression, anxiety, and lawless and isolation. So I don't know if it's necessarily a better life for a lot of people. No, I, I, I'm glad you said that. And and yeah. I, I tell a lot of callers here who say have gone to the Middle East, especially where yeah. conditions aren't very good for them, that I don't think it's worth leaving your family for because so many of them have to leave their children. And that, that drives me fucking insane. And I tell them just to go home. I, I know I know it's not as much money, but I don't think you're making enough to offset all the baggage that comes along with it. Baggage meaning mental health. Baggage meaning your children growing up without you. Baggage in a sense that your family not seeing you for an extended period of time. I just don't, I don't like the setup. I don't think it's worth it. Now, I, it, it doesn't mean every Filipino stay back and stay in the Philippines, never go outside. It's, it's not that. It's, there are certain scenarios that I don't think is worth it. And, and, and when you're going to be underemployed, that's one of the ones that makes it not worth it. It's also sad that it's a it's essentially a brain drain as well because it is. a lot of the more yeah. uh, intellectually gifted people tend to choose to leave. So, well, they could be a, a great benefit in the Philippines because they're intellectually gifted, but then they end up leaving and having to do these sort of jobs which aren't very fulfilling. Well, I, I think really also sad, I think it's also it? industry driven, though. I mean, I would say I would say half, and I don't have statistics to back this up, so this is completely stupid opinion, right? 
I would say half of the people who take nursing in the Philippines don't really give a shit about nursing. Don't really give a shit about the medical field. They just know it's the easiest ticket out. And they'll go through it, man. They'll go through it and go through it. And, and it really is the default job if you want a good life outside. Be a nurse. I, I, don't, I don't like the sight of blood. Suck it up. Fucking <laughs> <Okay>, go. <laughs> I have no medical calling. Who cares? Do it. It, it, it's yeah. It is un- unfortunately the case, and I blame the government. Goddamn it! All right. Anyway, we gotta take a break. When we come back, we have more of the show. You're listening to Good Times and More, the podcast. Your ten episode thirty six. Doc Adam is here. Back after this. Don't go away. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo. The podcasts have a question. Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister, or check out GTWN podcast on Facebook. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo. The podcasts have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister, or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. Welcome back to the podcast. You are listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast year ten, episode number thirty six, with Doc Adam. Of course, you can follow Doc Adam on YouTube, and it's just Doc Adam. I believe Doc, what do you got? Like one point eight million subscribers, if I'm not mistaken. Man, I can only wish to smell those kind of numbers here on the show so you can help me you can help me get there by uh, donating to this podcast go to anchor.fm slash dj mo twister you can donate as little as 99 cents to this show so hopefully i can even just get a portion of what doc adam is uh, doing on his youtube channel very successful well deserved of course great great content you can find over there and i hope you guys feel the same way about this show maybe just maybe doc adam and i can be tag teaming on a youtube channel very very soon but we'll give you more information on that as that materializes fingers crossed that it does uh we'll take two more calls here in this uh part of the show before we say goodbye so let's get to our next call now next call let's talk to mick mick is 21 years old young kid here man uh, Mick, you are in Pangasinan, I believe, or Nueva Ecija. I know you're up north in the province. Uh, Nueva Ecija. Nueva Ecija, I'm sorry. Yep. I'm in Nueva Ecija. Perfect. Well, now you're on the show, my friend. Welcome to the to the program. What's up? What do you want to talk about? Yeah. Uh, yun. Uh, yun. Uh, thank you kasi na ano ako dito, nabigyan ako ng pagkakataon. Yun. Oh, um, well, thank, thank you for, for sharing your time. My concern is... Uh, my concern is... Yun nga. I'm 21 years old. Um, yung my girlfriend kasi uh, she's my childhood sweetheart yun niya um, matagal na kami nagsisex since uh, 12 years old 13 you started having sex with your girlfriend when you were 12 was she 12 years old as well uh, she was 12 uh, 13 siya uh, isang taon yung oh, agwat na older woman, bali huh? ako 12 yeah. siya 13 oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. so young very young, yeah. Kind of distur- disturbingly young, but, pero, but not much younger. Than, not much younger than when I lost my virginity. I think I was like fourteen when I lost my virginity. To be honest. Uh, um, uh, okay, so you were twelve. She was thirteen, and then. Yes. Uh, uh first girlfriend ko naman siya. Pero yun, um, uh, parang 
malakas kami sa sex parang grabe as in grabe ng mga 14 to 17 namin sobra as in umaabot kami ng siguro kung maghapon kami magse-sex eh makakaabot kami ng 10 10 rounds imagine that For, oh was, and, okay wait wait, wait. 10 rounds when you were ages 14 to 17 by the way this is kind yeah. of okay na- It's it's such an awkward conversation, right? Because we're laughing at 14-year-olds having sex, but I get you guys are both that age and teenagers have sex. I I have to get it out of my system that okay, I get it. Maybe because yeah. I I've got kids of my own and just even thinking about it drives me crazy. But um okay, so between 14 and 17, you guys are doing up to 10 rounds a day, which is yes, a lot of sex. But I guess when you're not working, I mean, you got time, right? Um continue. Uh, they yun nga parang nung alas uh, ano lang naman kasi kami nagsama nung ngayong February lang ngayon 2021 nag-live in na kami okay uh, now yun yan parang nagtataka siya sa akin na bakit nung simula daw na nagsama kami bigla daw humina yung <laughs> yung ano ko parang yun nga nag yung, di, parang di na daw ako mahilig ganun kasi Ah, uh, drive kasi ako ng motor. Parang yun na yung ano yung kinabubuhay ko na ngayon eh. Yeah, yung yeah. kasi syempre pandemic, mahirap right. ang buhay, ganun na right. wala na ako ng trabaho. Yung parang So what are you what are you doing? You're your delivery, your delivery guy now? Is that what you're saying? You're you're driving a motorcycle. Okay. Well, what do you do? Hmm. You delivery? Ano delivery? El- so, errands, stuff like that? Uh Sorry, hmm. can you hear me? You're you're in errands. Ayun, parang ang nagi. I think there's oh. a yeah. No wala na siya. Yeah, no the oh. yeah no wala siya. The 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 connection in the province is a little rough here with with me. Okay, uh, make, ayan, okay na. Yeah, okay. Naririnig na, na ko na mo kayo. Okay, know. okay. What's your question then, Mick, for us here today? Uh, yun. Uh, is it normal na na wawalan na ako ng gana ganon? Nawawalan ako ng parang... Sex drive. Your sex drive, Lord. Oh, yeah. Okay. How often are you guys having sex now? Oh, no. Isang buwan na. Isang buwan na. Oh, Hindi that's... na kami nakakapag-sex. Yeah. And this parang, is... Ang sabi niya sa akin ay parang magpatingin na daw ako sa psychiatrist. O, di kaya baka mamaya kasi <laughs> nag, naghihina, naghihinala na siya. Naghihinala na siya sa akin kasi di ba dati sobrang grab, grabe na amin mag-sex. Na to the point na... Ayaw na niya, ganun. Pero ako gustong-gusto ko pa. Yeah. Mga ganun. Yeah. Yeah. Pero ngayon, pa, wala, wala na. As in, nah, okay. wala na. There, there, there's, there's a lot to talk about here, Mick. And, um, <laughs> and then I've, I've got my theories. And oh. of course, Adam's going to have his theories. And, and maybe we'll come up with some kind of, I don't know, <laughs> game plan. But how often does she okay. want to have sex per week? Do you know? Mm. I think we're losing him. Yeah. Mm. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. I just, just, but it, it's been over a month since you last had sex. And, yeah. Adam, we've brought this up in past weeks, right? That sex drive could be related to, say, depression. It could be related to stress. It could be related to even smoking. And he has brought up that he's lost his job. He has brought up that he's now, you know, delivering and stuff like that, just trying to make ends meet. That could totally be one aspect of this, right? Yeah. Now, now, hold on. Before, before, before the pandemic, were you 
were you your sex drive was was good? Mm, kasi ano bali student kasi ako noon ka graduating na ako ganun. Parang okay, parang wala wala naman masyadong problema na di, na ano lang siguro na stress sa school pero hindi naman masyadong stress kasi 'di ba syempre nag-aaral ka naman, hindi ka pa naman kumikita ng pera noon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yun. Okay, yeah, so there's, there's there's a coming of age here as well that could be a very stressful moment, especially when finances and stuff mm. like that start becoming a responsibility. Okay, so Adam, Adam, what are your thoughts? I've got a lot to say about this guy. Um, there's but, a, there's oh, a lot going on. Yeah, I want to give you first first crack at it. <laughs> I him. think I'm just going to quickly say my disclosure yeah, before, yeah, we, uh, yeah. because, before we dive into this because I think there's a lot medically going on. So what I can do is just give you some sort of genuine information. Uh, I can't, you know, actually act as your doctor. So if, if anything comes up where you need to see a doctor, like my advice should not be placed that you should yeah. still see a doctor. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so how long is your, you've been together for nine years. Is that right? Uh, seven. Seven. Seven years. No, it's nine. You were 12 when you got together. You're 21 now. 12 plus nine is 21. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna get mad at that. She's gonna get mad at that. That you don't know it's nine years, brother. Let's just keep that between us. And make... Okay. All right, brother. Um... Bilang na kasi yun yun yah. Yeah. Twelve, twelve years old. Yeah, and, and you're twenty-one. 30... That's nine. It's nine. Yes, nine. Oh, congratulations! You're what? nine years in. Look at that. All right, brother. <laughs> I love this guy. Uh, it's funny because right, right before, the, right before your call, Mick, I was telling Adam how much you irritate me. I'm like, God, I hate this guy. So fucking irritating. When you, when you were sending me messages, I was like, Oh, I, I was actually dreading talking to you because you're just irritating. Uh, but now that I'm talking no. to you, I love you, man. This is a good guy. Yeah, you're I a like good this guy. guy. You sound like a good yeah, guy. I, I apologize. I judged you Thanks, well man. in advance um, as being some like. I, don't, I was kind of not looking forward to this, but now I'm totally <laughs> pumped up about your call. Um, so that's my apologies. Okay, so yeah, sir, you've been together with your girlfriend nine years. Just FYI. Yeah. Okay. Adam, sorry, go. <laughs> do you do you find do you find other girls attractive? Good question. Um, kinda. Different. Oh, parang parang. Eh, hindi naman ako yung parang nakafocus lang din sa kanya dahil bata pa kami. Hindi ko naman disigo. Hindi ko naman sinasabi na ayoko siya makatuluyan kasi syempre ang mm. tagal na rin namin at ang parang grabe naman nalaspag ko siya ng todo kung sasaling maghanap ako ng iba, diba? This is why I don't like diba? this guy. <laughs> Now I go back to why I don't like this. It's funny because his message to me, Adam, was I've been, I've been having sex with my girlfriend since we were 12. I'm no longer hungry for her pussy. It's like, I'm like, yeah. oh, Casanova. What a Shakespeare. What a Shakespeare this guy is. Um... This is definitely getting demonetized yeah. on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and and now he's like Linas Pagne yung babae. Oh, that's a good God. What a what a gentleman. Okay. Um, so I guess there's two angles, right? Yes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. there's two things going through my head. There's two scenarios. One, you've lost your appetite for her. Mm, sure. Or two, yeah. you've just lost your appetite in general. Um. If you've lost your appetite okay. for her, then the answer's obvious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you've lost your appetite in general, then that becomes more of a medical medical scenario. Yeah. And we could talk about why and you know 
ano ang kailangan mong gawin you know pamalaman kung ano ang dahilan kung bakit you know nawawalan ka ng gana makipagtarik you know so we need to divide the two reasons why um well why you've lost your appetite i guess so what do you think what do you think is going on oh Uh, quite often nga eh, mas madalas nung yung masturbation uh, oh parang di ko rin naman parang sa sarili ko na pinag-experimento ako rin sa sarili ko eh nagmamasturbate din ako ganun pero hindi yung alam mo yun mas madalas kaysa sa mag-sex kami kasi nung last sex nga namin isang buwan pa So so Adam so just the reason why I was asking that because I was trying to jump off your point. Kaya parang kaya parang hindi ko rin alam kung baka mamaya kasi ang ang sa akin baka mamaya sa ang kala ko bakla ako ganun di na ako di na ako may no hindi naman siguro hindi naman siguro kasi nagmaster beta ako ganun yeah. Yeah. you you know 10 times a day yeah no right wait me again i love this guy all right wait hold on hold on one time i'm gonna put you on mute okay just cuz your your wildlife tropical stuff in the background is distracting me okay i got to talk to adam here adam's gonna adam and i are gonna make cheese mix about you i'm gonna put you on or, or Don't talk right now. I'm just gonna I'm gonna talk to my buddy here real quick. Adam, if the guy is masturbating pretty regularly, can we cancel out medical? No, no, because like we said last week, you know, medically wise, you could be mental health wise or physical health wise or or both combined. But I thought uh, that was more erectile dysfunction type of thing. Like if he's masturbating, and can correct me, right? If he's masturbating regularly, and he said, "Boy, he's he's pretty." The way he sounded, he sounded like it was an everyday thing. I, you, are you telling me that if you're, you're depressed, you can still masturbate pretty regularly, even if you're... Yes. Oh. Yeah. Hey, Mick, so. shut up, Mick. I'm talking to Adam real quick. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It, it takes... It takes <laughs> it's pretty quick to quick and easy to masturbate. It doesn't take much energy, does it? Well, you know, actually going through the, the act of having sex takes a lot of energy and Um, sure, sure. I, I think I definitely I don't I think being depressed would lim- reduce your sex drive but I don't think necessarily it would stop you from masturbating stop you from masturbating yeah. okay here, here's what I've said through the years on the show Mick and I don't know how long you've been listening to this this program but this is why I don't want people who have boyfriends and girlfriends in their teenage years to continue an extended relationship And and what what's the reason? You're a prime example of this. You're 21 years old and you're living in with your girlfriend of nine years. Nine years. That's a mistake. It, sorry, okay, it's a general thing for me. It's a mistake. Because now you're leveling up your life and your relationship with somebody at a very young age. When you're together, when you're 13, 14, 15, well, four years into a relationship, you guys start talking about the next level. And what's the next level? Living in together, possibly getting pregnant, doing shit that I still don't think a 21-year-old should be doing. Living in with your girlfriend of nine years at 21 is a mistake. And I think it manifests sexually, wherein you're no longer excited about her because you're no longer excited about this relationship because, wait, you've been there too long. You guys are different different human beings. (laughs) Hindi ko naisip yung ganun. Oo oh, nga, no? may, may, point, may point yung ganun. <laughs> oh no, you just... Totoo lang. You don't even know how long you've been with your girlfriend. Baka mamaya... Mag-ihiwalay na siya. Dahil kayo mo. Ang ina, parang ba't ganun? Sobrang galing ko dati. Parang 
may ano pa nga siya, may nickname pa nga siya sa akin eh. Oh, ano yan? Ano, ano yung nickname? Sa para para daw akong Jack Hammer, ganun. Ayaw daw ako daw tumigil. Para daw, ano? Parang dudurugin mo na naman yung kalsada ko. <laughs> parang ganun. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that my mom and dad didn't just understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's perfect. Yeah, keep speaking Tagalog. I'll make the whole time. Just make sure, right? Um... But 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 I I I think I think there's a really there's a big truth to that wherein when you when you get into your puppy love relationships in high school let it be high school. Now I know that there's a lot of high school sweethearts out there that are success stories and I'm not saying 100% of the time every high school relationship is going to fail if you take it to the next level in your adult life. It's just the numbers are against you. And and just maturity and and coming of age and being a different human being from when you were a teenager, when you're an adult, is, is, that's, that's what happens in life. And if you're with the same person throughout all that change, how are we surprised that you then have changed the way you feel about that person? And it manifests here in sex drive. Now, again, it could totally be a COVID thing, though. It could totally be, a, hey, I lost my job. Hey, I don't, I, I don't really feel confident in myself, blah, blah, blah. We, we've, we've discussed this with Adam in, in, in past weeks. It could totally be that. But I'm yeah. putting my money on you stayed with a person since you were 12. And that opens the door for scenarios like this. It's so happening you've moved in now. And look, you've, you've leveled up. Thank God you guys didn't get a bit. You, got, you know, you're not pregnant. We're all, with all the jackhammering you're doing, thank God you're not pregnant. Because <laughs> I think you're still too young for that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it's pandemic, parang yung hindi na nga rin kasi kaya ng magulang ko na pag-aralin kaming magsasabay, gano'n. Pero ako, grad- graduating ako, hindi pa rin talaga ako tapos eh. May isang sempa ako na iiwan. Ngayon, parang ayoko lang, ayoko lang maging pabigat sa magulang ko. Kaya sabi ko, baka magsama na lang muna kami ni... Ni girlfriend? Ni Jowa. Oh. <laughs> magsama kayo ni Kalsada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, well yeah. again, make what's what's rough about a conversation like this is then I don't want you to go home and go. I'm breaking up with you, right? Because because yeah. I could be wrong, right? I think I think. What do you think, Adam? Do you think you should see a doctor regarding the sex drive? Because what it's it's, it's foreign to me that a 21 year old who's known for his sexual prowess. <laughs> All of a sudden, yeah, it does seem, yeah. has an issue. It, it does seem to have suddenly disappeared, right? So I, I think if there's a sudden, I think if there's a sudden drop in your sex drive, then it's definitely worth seeing a doctor, you know, to check your hormone sure. levels. Sure, sure. Uh, you know, it probably it would be quite cheap just to go and get a quick blood test with a doctor and and check there's nothing going on physically. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then once and then once that's say they give you a clean bill of health, Mick. Well then, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, I hate to tell somebody to break up for no reason, but maybe you should assess your relationship and how I, strong it is. I, I think as as two older men, Mo's a bit older than me. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, I, I think you, I, I speak from my personal experience, but I didn't know the girl I wanted to settle with until I was, you know, thirty. I wasn't, yep. you know, I, you have to, I had to play the field and see what was out there and see, see what you're comfortable with and 
what you look for in a in a partner, right? In, in, in um, fact, in fact, Adam, do you re- what, 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 how old were you when you were with your first girlfriend? How how old were you when you had a girlfriend? Serious, serious girlfriend, like eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Like, imagine, yeah. imagine where you would be in life right now if you stayed with the eighteen-year-old girlfriend. Like, just imagine how unhappy you may probably be. Right. How, I know. Right. It's, uh, especially when you're younger, you know, most relationships then were last, like actual relationships, six months a year, because things people are changing so much. So at that much, age, right? And, and what, could, what could make be possibly attract? I mean. When you first get attracted to somebody when you're 12, like what are you attracted to? Their backpack, <laughs> their backpack, their hair clip. No man. Like, what are you attracted ano, to when she's 12? They ano kasi parang alam ko yung ano alam ko yung babaeng gusto ko nung mga panahon na yun yung mga na you're young. Parang yeah, mm-hmm. parang 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 ikaw ako ako magisip parang ganon parang pareho tayo magisip no na kailangan mas maganda sa akin kailangan mas ano sa akin. Well, ganun, yeah, parang, you're boy, you're being okay, sobrang you're... Oh, parang kailangan sobrang ganda kasi eh ako parang ganon parang make make the guy that you are even like, right now is going to be nowhere near the guy you're going to be if you called us five years from now, okay. No. Just think of that. The guy that is on this show right now who I freaking find hilarious is you might not even be this funny five years from now if you call us back. You're going to be changing. You guys are constantly changing at this age range. Now, Adam and I brought it up. He said, I'm a lot older than him. He's, he, we're, we're older guys. But we're not changing in, in as drastically anymore as you are. And your girlfriend mm. is too. And when you have two variables changing constantly, 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 yet they're still together, it's not a surprise if you wake up one day and go, who are you again? <laughs> Even though I've been with you every day. Uh, okay? I'm not saying to break up. I'm just saying yeah. assess your relationship and how both of you feel about each other. And that, you know, that could be it. All right? Think about it, but get, but go get tested first. I, I think Adam's right. Go go go. Make sure that it's not a medical thing because maybe this is much ado about nothing, and you find out it's a it's hormonal or whatever it is. Uh, I don't know what medical terms, but it, that could be totally related to say what's going on in your life right now, depression or the struggle of of, of losing your job and, and all of that because of COVID. Okay, Mick, go get it checked out first, yeah. and then if it's fine, talk to your girlfriend. Go, hey, are you happy? <laughs> No, really. Are you happy with where we are? Are you happy with me? Is is this is this what you want? Should should we still yeah. continue? You know, stuff like that. Come on, Calzada Mo. Yeah, yeah. Reintroduce yourself to the sidewalk. You know, plug the jackhammer back, recharge, all that stuff. Okay. All right, brother. Thanks yeah. for the, thanks for the call, man. Be careful. Cool, man. See ya. Take right. care. All right, Mick. Bye bye. Hey, hey, Adam, I got a question for on the flip side, though, right? Because, again, something I've believed to be true, but you're, you're a doctor, so you, you would know more than I. But people who call the show, females who call the show, who have the same scenario as him, because it's more often females saying that they've lost the sex drive for, for their partner and whatnot. If, is, the, is the vagina, is it, again, this is how I would explain it, right? It's connected to the brain in the sense that with guys who have erections, girls get moisture, right? 
if they're always say dry and if say with their boyfriend, is is it connected to how they feel about the guy? Could it be? Am I making sense? I, I don't know. I don't think I articulated that question well. But do you get what I'm saying? But they're just not turned on. You mean? Yeah, if they're not turned on anymore, and it doesn't manifest in moisture and wetness and all that, is that is that related to how much they like you? I don't know. We if, didn't study that in medical school. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. Man. It makes to me. It makes sense. It's like, hey, do you do you want to do you want to know if your if your if your girlfriend likes you? Well, guess what? You can almost you can gauge. <laughs> we we had, I had an interesting patient uh, a couple of years ago. Not interesting, but a similar scenario where I had a patient came in and he said, "Oh, I only want to have sex three times a week, but my girlfriend wants to have sex five times a week. Oh, what yeah. should I do?" <laughs> And then I don't know the answer there. Like, but people do have varying levels of sex drive. We right. didn't actually find out in that scenario there whether she still wanted the sex. That no, she did. She did. Remember, she think, did. I think she said so. Like, he, remember, she was the one who wants him checked. She's like, go get checked. In fact, yeah, everything he so said. She's still keen. Yeah, dude. Why would it? Yeah, because why would she want him to get checked if she wasn't worried about the sex, the lack of sex in their life? And but once, there is an interesting. There's an interesting thing with men, isn't there? Where I mean. <sighs> Uh, gen- not genetically. From an evolution perspective, like we want to, men are meant to sow their seed, right, you know, right, and right. spread their gene pool. Well, women don't have to spread their gene pool in the same way. So mm-hmm. it's understandable that at twenty-one he'd be thinking of absolutely. Uh, what's the word? You know, looking for yeah. new girls, looking for uh, more casada to jackhammer. Yeah. No, hundred percent, hundred percent, and and, that, and that's, that's why I'm more worried. I'm more worried about a guy losing his sex drive for his partner than a girl. I think a girl can love you, and and again, sorry, I know the generalizations are not very 2021, right? We're all unique, and that's my disclaimer. We're all unique, and we're all di- different lives and stuff. But I think I would be more worried if a guy lost his sex drive for his girlfriend than a girl losing her sex drive for her boyfriend, because a girl can still love you. Like, they can still be in love with you and just maybe have slowed down a little bit. Guys, it takes a lot for us to slow down sexually. It takes a lot of, like, really kind of significant things to go happen in our life for us not to want to have sex with you. Mm. We'll totally have sex with you even if we don't like you. But, but a, a girl, I, I think generally, can really can love you if, say, their sex drive went down. Guys, I don't know about. It. I'm not too sure. Like, I would be worried if I, if I had a, if I had a boyfriend and was like, "Why do you want to sleep with me anymore?" I would be worried. That's a it's a bigger red flag for me than say if my girlfriend wasn't really doing the ten rounds a day like we used to when we were younger. I'm like, okay, we just slowed down. If yeah, we have been together nine years, yeah, yeah, it's a bit yeah. it's a bit different if it's a week. No, like, uh, exactly, exactly. Yeah, but I'll tell you right now, Adam. I'm 43, and I'll tell you, I get injured having sex. I do. And back hurts. I'll pull. I'll pull my lower back rather regularly, and that's if I go once a week. I'll get hurt. <laughs> having said that, yeah. though, having said that, if if my wife said, "Hey, let's do ten rounds like we were seventeen again," I'd be like, "Do it. Let's do it right now, baby. Come on." I know I'm going to be hurting. I'll just, I'll just text Adam and tell him there's no podcast on Friday. Yeah, yes, Adam. I'm sorry, brother. We'll, we'll do it next week because I am. Uh, yeah, or I need Adam. Adam. I got pains, man. I got body aches. Everything here. <laughs> All this hurts. 
But uh, let us take our last call of the episode here, Adam, and we're going close to your part of the world. Next call. Let's go to New Zealand again. Boy, what's this? I think you're a New Zealand magnet, Adam, because <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'll tell you, I don't get a lot of New Zealand calls. All of a sudden, Adam's on the show, and here come the, here come the Kiwis. Uh, Maya's 29 years old. She's in Hamilton, wherever that is, in beautiful, <laughs> though, New Zealand. Hi, Maya. Thanks for being on the show. Hi, DJ Mo. Hi, Doc Adam. Hey. I'm a fan of both of you. Yeah, who do you like more, Adam or me? It's a contest. Who do you like uh, more? Honest, honest. Wala, wala. No comment. Ah, uh, come on. <laughs> Pareho. <laughs> okay, so... so Different, different fields naman kasi. That's true. Adam's a good guy and I'm a bad person. <laughs> Those are the different fields. Um, okay, how about this? Not that I'm trying to drop a little bit of competition with Adam and I, but did you come here because of Adam's YouTube channel? No, I've been binge uh, listening like for a year now, pero alam, uh, I know the the Good Times with Mo, the radio show. show. Oh, the radio show. Right, right. Uh, uh, no, yung with uh, Grace, yeah, Grace, Grace Mojo. Mojo, Jojo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank and, you. And, um, yeah. So you've been in okay. So with that, with that reference, but, Adam doesn't know that mm-hmm. reference. But with that reference, that puts you in New Zealand for eight years. No. <laughs> How long you been in New Zealand? Ten years. three years, po. Oh my god! So you gave me an old reference. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, Maya. No, pero nung yung yung time na yun na sa Pilipinas palang po ako. Tapos bago lang po ako dito. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Okay, okay. Well, welcome to the show, Maya. It's nice to have you here. Thank you. I hope you're doing okay over there in New Zealand. And uh, what do you want to talk about? Okay, so I have a, I have two questions. Pero yung first is about my brother's marriage. Okay. Um. So the question is, how do I talk to my brother and his wife regarding their marriage without being tupaki alamera? Okay, where 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 are they? Are they in New Zealand? Because the Pakilamera no. part sometimes has a geographical component to it. <laughs> Nasa Pilipinas po sila. Yeah, Ako lang sorry. po yung andito sa sa New Zealand. And why do you feel like you need to yeah. cross the oceans to get involved in their marriage? Okay, so um, uh, background story. Yeah, please quickly. Uh-huh. Yeah, go. Okay, so. Um, nagsimula sila LDR like before uh, before sila nagpakasal LD, LDR na sila tapos nung nagpakasal LDR na hanggang sa nabuntis na yung um, wife yeah. nagmat ano lang pumupunta lang siya sa, sa amin ah, pumunta lang siya sa amin nung um, manganganap na siya tapos after one month of giving birth balik na naman siya sa kanila so they've been LDR what, what, okay, for so, like sorry, sorry, my, most of their relationship okay so what's what's the LDR T- tell me where where is she where uh, is he a long distance relationship Adam if in case you you're not oh uh, um, uh, it's just mga six hours drive okay so they're pero in the kasi ano um was, both was sila like hindi nakakapunta yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> Six hours drive is right, right? It's, it's the 45 yeah, six hours drive lang. Nasa Mindanao lang din, pero ano. Okay. okay. Ano, uh, hindi sila, like, hindi sila nag, um, nagkikita or 
you know, being with each other. Okay, so so they're married though, right? Because you said they're they're married. Yes, how they many, are. How many how many kids? They, they are married. How many kids do they? They have, have two kids. Okay. Um, four and I uh, know five and three. Okay, so very young. And why do you again feel yeah. like you need to aside from the LDR stuff? Like, yeah, I mean that's that's their life, and there are a lot of people who do that. Why do yeah. you feel like you need to get involved? What's going on in their marriage? Um, okay, so they we found out na. Both sila nag-cheat with each other. Okay. Uh, the wife cheated first with a with a guy na nasa labas ng Pilipinas and and then nung nalaman ng brother ko nag-cheat din siya to get back <laughs> to the wife. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And or akala akala namin um nung nalaman namin akala namin na okay na sila kasi uh, my brother decided na pumunta doon sa place ng asawa niya, dala yung mga bata para doon sila tumira. So, akala namin okay na. Pero, uh, nalaman na lang namin na um, nag-aaway pala sila almost every day. Tapos, yung wife is sometimes nagiging physical na. Yeah. 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 Like, he hurt like sampal, kalmot, yeah. my brother. And then, na sabi ng papa ko um, parang parang yung inawat nung nung pangalawang anak nila silang dalawa inawat na, sabi sabi na um, wag kayong mag-away and like that's three year three year old boy na old so it's a three year old that's breaking up the fight the, yeah that's rough that's yeah, rough yeah so, that's not good yeah and parang hirap na kasi kasi nung nung Sorry. It's okay. Ako kasi yung parang nagpalaki. Oh my god. No, I know. You actually you, ako, ako, Yeah, yeah. No, it's funny. Ako kasi yung Ako kasi yung parang nagpalaki sa kanila kasi yung while while uh, while nasa ibang lugar yung mama nila, yung brother ko naman nag-aaral. So, parang ako yung ulirang tita. So, ako yung nagbabantay, nag-aalaga, nagpapakain. So, nasasakta na You're, you're you're the mom figure, uh, Maya, right? In, in is what you're saying in the family, yeah. Oh, po. Before before ako pumunta dito, ako okay. po. How old is your brother? So, na, um, thirty going thirty one. So you're the mom figure, but you're younger than him. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's that's unique. Oh, Maya. I can hear your emotions. Today's been an emotional day, man. Well, we had a nice break with the last guy, but it's been a pretty emotional day here on the show. Um, usually, I would say don't get involved, especially if you're not if you're not even in the country because the it's it's hard. But if you when you tell me your history and almost to even to the extent like you've seemed like you've raised your siblings, I I honestly think you have a say now. Adam, I don't know if you would agree with this. Just, I mean, this this might be a Filipino culture thing, and I I don't know, but you shouldn't get involved, right, in other people's marriages. It's just not good. But yeah, but but with, here, with the backstory, a, I'm okay. A concern about the children, isn't yeah, it? Uh, which is difficult. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, mean, they're, they're I think it's, it's interesting. I think. Uh, West, like this is this is a general statement, but Western wise, normally you know 
children are normally brought up by their mum and dad. While in the Philippines, that seems to be less be the case. Like, yeah, I even look, if I look at Casey, my girlfriend, like she's the one who's funding the children's education, and she's the one who seems to give them guidance and and care and advice on what they should do and what they shouldn't do. And the mum doesn't, Casey's mum doesn't seem to be as involved. It's interesting, isn't it? Like yeah. different family members yeah. uh, seem to take on the role. You know, Absolutely. Of, and it's, of, it's very, it's very tribal almost in a sense. And mm. I, I'm okay with that because I grew up in it. I know it's not healthy. Okay. I know it's not, when you look at say the top countries in the world, they have less, interaction or less involvement they're more independent people less involvement from external factors including family members and that's good that's good to be an independent person because then you can really concentrate on your life and your life tends to then generally a higher quality life um sometimes poorer countries are the ones that have a setup like this where so many variables are in there you can't you can't for example elevate your own personal career because you're busy taking care of your siblings, paying for their tuition, all that stuff is, is very Filipino. And I'm okay with that because I grew up in it, so I understand it. In fact, I embrace it. I, I embrace the involvement. I don't get irritated by it. So my, uh, my advice to you might be different from, say, other people, but if your question is how do you get involved, it depends how much respect does your brother have for you, I think is will gauge how much involvement you can give. Because when you get involved, you want to be heard and you want to be at least your advice hold value. It starts with how much they listen to you. And you're telling me that you're very involved with them growing up and feeding them and taking care of them. That puts you at a level that your voice is going to be respected and heard. So exercise that. Um, Especially when you know that there are children that's, in the middle of these fights. I I don't know how to do that. I don't know if it means going home and getting involved face to face. Very difficult to do right now obviously. Yeah, right now obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that. But that that's that's an option when that option is around. I I don't know how effective you can be remotely. Actually po um nung nakaraang linggo lang last week uh, my younger brother called me and then sabi niya, pwede ko ba kausapin yung, yung older brother namin kasi um, tumawag sa kanya tapos humihingi ng, ah, hindi naman humihingi pero na, nagtatanong kung may extra money ba yung, kapat, yung younger brother ko. Kasi gusto na niya umuwi sa amin kasi nga nag-away na naman sila, iniwan sila. So, yeah. Yeah. Sounds like this sounds like this sounds like my, my wife's uh, family too, Adam. Man, like on a nightly yeah, basis. Yeah, it's very dysfunctional. Right. It sounds very dysfunctional. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, uh, I, all I can do is talk about my own examples because it's really hard to uh, to give specific. Like when it's such a complicated scenario, it's hard to give advice. But definitely, I, for example, Casey's sister, her, she's just had a child and she's feeding her chocolate and all sorts and Casey doesn't agree, but every time she tries to say something, uh, there's a big argument. And then, and then, uh, the, uh, the sisters keeps on having different relationships with different men, meeting new men and, and you know, for the child, not a good upbringing, but it's very hard for Casey to. Now Casey, is she she younger? Is she younger or older? 
Nah, she's a little year older, a year younger. Sorry. A year younger. See, younger. and, and that year plays younger. a big yeah. role. That plays a huge role. But but see, Maya, you're you're younger or two years younger than your brother. That's that means yeah. something. But you can cancel that out depending on how much involvement you've had with them growing up. And if you, sa Pilipino ganito yun eh, di ba? Halimbawa, kahit younger ka, but if you're making more money and you're shouldering more responsibilities. You still have to respect your kuya. You still have to respect your ate. But you've earned the right to a louder voice. And I think that's where you are. You've, you've earned the right to, to express a voice a little bit louder. Your, your, your other brother's going to you for counsel, as he did the other day. So you know the man you're, res- you're respecting. Ate nga po yung tawag sa akin kahit ako yung nakakababatang kapatid. Ate yung tawag sa akin. Yeah, yeah. So let's 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 flex a little muscle here, Maya. I think you should get involved. Absolutely, I think you I should. I think it's the children's upbringing, isn't yep. it? Like it's really important that children aren't witnessing domestic arguments and all these sort of things in the home. That's really bad for a child's upbringing. Yeah. And there's and this sort of dysfunctional relationship for them to be witnessing really isn't good. So I I agree with more that. Yeah, let's flex you a little probably muscle. Probably try and interfere. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nakakaano lang kasi nakakatakot lang kasi na. Kapag um, gumawa kami ng action, like um, magsumbong kami sa, ano yun? Uh, DSWD ba yun? Right, right, right. Hindi rin naman mapupunta sa amin or sa, sa kapatid ko yung mga bata kasi under seven years old. Mm, that's something, I think that's case by case. Yes, generally, I think the younger they are, they go to the mom most often. But if you can prove that the mom is the one who's being violent, then, I mean, again... The government, the government is, the government is part of our culture as well. They'll understand that maybe the best place for these kids will be with your brother or with the family, depending on how much you can prove that she's being violent. I, again, there's a legal aspect to that, but I still would exercise it. In fact, I would threaten it first. I would say, if I hear you guys are fighting again, I'm making that fucking phone call. So you don't actually have to make the phone call now, but you can definitely use it as leverage against the both of them. Or if she is the bigger problem, then you can use it against her. Um, so, so again, this is all part of you taking an assertive, aggressive approach to this issue because there are children that you're concerned about. And if you need to fucking mm-hmm. threaten them with a case, I'm mm-hmm. okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with you going that far and being that involved. What's your next question, Maya? Okay, so my next question, medyo na, nahihiya akong magtanong kasi andito yung asawa ko. Hmm. So the second question is, um, how do I move on from depression? This is actually for Doc Adam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, the story was, uh, I had a, a nabuntis po ako two years ago, but mm. ectopic pregnancy po siya, kaya um, hinin, um, hininto. Mm. And... <clears throat> I think nahihirapan po akong mag-move on kasi. Oh my gosh. Um, nung, when I tried to tell my family, mm. so sila yung una kong binalitaan. When I tried to tell them, parang binaliwala lang nila yung news. Instead, sinabihan lang ako na, ah, kalimutan mo na yan. And then changed the topic. And then sabi nila, um, nag-ano sila na para bang humihingi ng pera for something kasi nga andito ako sa New Zealand nasa Pilipinas sila mm. so parang ganun so in, 
para bang yung expectation ko na supportahan nila ako or something um hindi ko natanggap na yung yung wala ko natanggap na ganun so um hindi na ang ginawa ko hindi na lang ako nag-share kahit kanino for i think one, two years yung mm. asawa ko lang yung sinasabihan ko so every time my my um episode ba yun episode ba yung tawag doon yeah yeah Pag when ganun, when when you were lang yung sinasabihan ko so na, so naaawa na ako sa asawa ko eh kasi parang siya na yung naging sponge uh, yeah so uh, uh, so pagdating sa ekopic functioning yan ano ang nangyari like like pa-upper ka ba o ano ano po um binigyan po ako ng um yung para sa chemotherapy pero hindi um konti konti lang yung dose mm So hindi nila para, para, yung para yung, yung pregnancy. Po? Min Minsan kasi they need to remove the tube, the 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 tube. Did they do that? No, ang sabi no. nila hindi na po kailangan. So yun lang in may ininject lang sa akin na gel uh, twice. Mm. And then nahinto na po yung pregnancy. Okay. Okay. Ma- right. Maya, what's, so it was found. It was found early. Yeah. Mo, do you, you know what? Yeah, yeah. One yeah, month. yeah. This is when. Yeah. Is, it, is it when it's outside of the? Is it uterus or outside of the tube, fallopian tube, or where? Yeah, it's normally in the um, tube. Yeah. So, so nung nagpa nung in ultrasound ako, wala pong nakita na kahit ano. Pero mm. positive na buntis ako, like mm. uh, kinuhaan ako ng dugo na yung urine test positive positive po talaga yung na pregnant, mm. but hindi makita yung ano but mamaya what's the, what's what's and i know you're emotional so I, i'm going to try to be as sensitive as possible but what's the what's the struggle post termination of pregnancy is it that you're not getting the support from your family that you would like or that you feel bad that your husband is the the punching bag of all of the frustration related to this pregnancy um what's essentially what's the question because i want to know what's the battle now Uh, both po. Pero sa ngayon, ina, iniisip ko na lang na oh, okay, okay nang wala silang pakialam sa akin. Yung sa husband ko na lang po. Kasi paano ko po ba? Um, gusto ko pong mawala yun na yung depression. Eh, kasi na, naawa na ako kasi halos, halos buwan-buwan na lang may episodes. Yeah. And what does your husband do? It's, it's already... When you have Mga an episode, taon na din eh. yeah. When you have an episode, what does your husband do? How does he react to that? He just, he just let me be. <laughs> like, um, kapag kapag may episode ako, tatahimik lang siya. Tapos kapag ano, ready na ako, chaka lang ako pupunta sa kanya. Chaka, is that chaka the response? Is that, is, Gan, is that the response? Na is that the response that you want, though? Is that how you want him? <laughs> to react to your episodes because I think that's important here. I, you being left alone could be totally what is effective for you, but it also could be backwards and you want to be consoled and hugged and told it's going to be okay. So I think, Maya, you, ah. should, you, should, you should come to terms with what do you want to happen when the episodes take place because your husband's role in this marriage, is that's part of it. He was he lost a child too or lost this pregnancy as well. 
So I think you guys need to be on the same page on when these things, moments happen, this is what I want the reaction to be. Oh, do, you, um, do you want to have it, another child? Do you, do you want to have oh. another child? Or do you want to have get pregnant again? Yes. Yeah, okay. So this, this was two years ago? Three. Three Almost years three. Ago. Yeah. Three years. So, sorry. Sorry to do this. <laughs> I just need to, because it sounds a little bit medical, I just need yeah, to say no, that anything I say, right, right. anything I say here is sort of just for information purposes and like doesn't replace seeing a doctor. Yeah. Uh, have you seen a doctor? No, I'm afraid. And Mahal. <laughs> is it in New Zealand? What, do you have insurance? Or? Um. I have I have I have insurance kasi nung na, na hospital ako hindi naman kami pinabayad pinabayad so I think mm. Is that true in New Zealand where it's expensive I thought you guys can just walk into a, a hospital and uh, get checked out He's yeah. a citizen kasi so parang naano dun No 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 I mean like can't you see a doctor for something like this and not worry about how much you're going to pay it's New Zealand right I don't know Adam do, do you know anything about New uh, Zealand's system I thought it was quite cheap to see yeah. a doctor there. Yeah, it's New Zealand. Like you guys are high level, right? I I think cheap lang siya kung ano kung um resident ka na or citizen kasi kung mm. kung like para katulad ko work visa lang ako under um our, under our partnership. Medyo ano pa, medyo hindi pa siya subsidized. Yung 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 asawa mo Pilipino or or New Zealander? Uh citizen na po siya ngayon pero Pilipino, Pilipino po siya. Pilipino siya. Okay. All right. Okay. Um just because like I say it's still affecting you three years on. That's quite a long. T- I know it's sad. It's sad what happened, but to still be feeling these bouts of depression three years on, my advice would be that you probably need to go and see somebody about that. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean it's it's normal to feel a loss, uh, but to, for it still to be affecting you after three years. It how many would be good how, yeah, to see somebody? Yeah, absolutely. Especially it being a monthly episode thing, Maya. How how many months into the pregnancy did you lose the child again? Um, six weeks. See, six man, weeks, man, yeah. but Adam, that's that's kind of concerning, right? I, I, this this is going to come as a super like asshole leave for to say, but six weeks to lose it in six weeks and to still, like you said, feel the 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 I don't know what the word is, but the pain loss the loss monthly three years after that that tells me Maya you should really go see somebody it, just to help cope with it and, and yeah uh, I, I it's, it's it comes off as insensitive and I apologize for that it's more the concern of six weeks in you, you haven't even heard the heartbeat yet right at this point maybe or yes right well you have but oh, I, I think have? the okay. time frames probably yeah whether it's six weeks or 12 weeks i think it still can affect, it's affect you okay. emotionally like uh mm. it doesn't matter too much in the time but i think regarding <laughs> still feeling like this three years on i i think it's important you see somebody and there's probably something you can do really easy to to help as well uh yeah yeah, um, but it's it's hard. It's, we're just on the on the podcast, right? We can't really give you specific advice to what you need to do in your situation. But I think you probably need to just see a a counselor or something and and process your emotions. 
I I, I want to ask something here, Adam. And gosh, you know, we've had this, we've had scenarios like this on the show through the years. And this is why I would love, I love having a doctor on the program because some of the shit that comes out of my mouth sometimes, like I, I don't know what to say. And I don't want to come off again as insensitive, but consider it like a learning experience for me. So to forgive me for some of the stuff, but the amount of miscarriages that happen, um, is 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 kind of higher than I think most people think, upwards of what maybe fifteen percent, maybe even more. I think twenty, of, I think 25 percent of pregnancies okay. right. result in miscarriage. But so, this is an ectopic pregnancy, isn't it? so um, it's the risks are slightly different. Um, but but what to my, a miscarriage. Okay, well, well, okay, so let's say losing a pregnancy, not not bringing it to term or whatever the medical term yeah. is. Um, happens so often more often i think than people realize and i wish there were and i don't even know if this exists but i wish there were a, a better way to console people considering it happens so often and through the years we've had this call and i've had people just like maya here call the program broken 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 because of it and i have no idea what to tell them i i just tell them hey it there's a really big chance that this happens um, go get some help if it is if it's affecting you this much, and then talk to your husband and go. Hey, okay, are we going to give this another shot? Are we going to make a, I, I I don't know make a plan together on how to get through this? Now, the ectopic pregnancy, Adam. If you have it once, does it is it something that kind of comes around? Can, you know how you when you dislocate your shoulder, you tend to dislocate it easier now. Is is there a future issue usually with with scenarios like this where she might have difficulty down the line? Yeah, uh, potentially. Yeah. Uh, so an ectopic pregnancy normally happens because the egg doesn't go down the tube properly, uh, or doesn't you know doesn't travel down the tube properly, and then so you'd be looking at the reasons why that might happen. So there might be some scarring on the tube, yeah, uh, which could lead to an increased risk of having an ectopic pregnancy. And so again. So that that scares me then, because I wouldn't want Maya to have to go through that again if the chances of it happening again are greater now because you had that first. Have you had the scans done, Maya? Have you seen anybody to have those tests done? Um, sorry, Paul. Have you seen anybody to to ask? You know, kung sakali mabuntas kapulet ano ang mangyayari? Like ligtas pa yan or? Sabi po nung ano nung um kasi tawag atulad uh, yung, yung parang midwife sabi uh, niya um um uh, there's a 10% chance na maging preg- uh, ectopic again kapag nabuntis hmm. ako kasi sa, uh, kasi daw ano kapag nagka-ectopic ka na pwedeng maulit yeah yeah uli yeah, yeah. Okay. so i'm just having a look Maya in New Zealand there's a there's a group called Miscarriage Support who you can mm-hmm. ring. Um, I'm just thinking that you don't, if you don't have health cover and you're worried about money, this looks like it's a, a support, support line, yeah. free service. Yeah. Um, a, a, I know you didn't have a miscarriage, but I'm sure people ring after topic pregnancies. Um, they might be somebody worth ringing. Um, just called Miscarriage Support. They might be able to Miscarriage. Help you. Yeah. Miscarriage support. It's New Zealand based charity, it looks like. And and, and Maya, if I if I can get this question answered, because I think it's important. 
what do you want? To, what do you want your husband to do when you have episodes? Do you want him to hold you? Do you want him to hug you? Do you want, or do you want him to leave you alone? What do you want when those things happen? Um, okay, lang naman po yung ginagawa niya sa ngayon kasi yung tatahimik lang siya tapos kapag kapag okay na ako, tsaka lang siya mag-advise, yung iko-console ako. Yeah. Yung para bang um kapag kapag nasa for example, galit ako, hindi niya hindi siya makikisabay sa emotions ko. And you're okay. So with that. okay, okay lang naman yun. Okay. All right. Yeah, then okay then, then having yun. said that, please don't worry about him being a sponge. Because I I I I'm in a situation like that this year where my sis, my my wife lost her brother to COVID, right? Mm-hmm. And my wife mm-hmm. cries every week, every week, and more than once mm-hmm. a week, often three times a week. And those episodes sometimes are just silent, um, tears going down her face when she turns on her phone and she's texting him. And sometimes they're way more than that, way more than that, loud, mm-hmm. angry, and. I know what she wants. She wants me to hug her. She wants me to be there for her. And I'm telling you, as a husband, to somebody who has regular bouts of loss and just struggling with the loss, I don't have a problem. I don't get tired of doing it. I am not upset that it's so frequent. I am none of those things. And I'm going to say the chances are your husband is the same. He lost two. And he is not going to go, that doesn't exist when you have a good relationship. So please try to not go, oh, no, no, it's okay. He's, he's going to be fine. I just want to make sure that you get consoled the way you want to be consoled when the episodes happen. All right? Don't worry about us as a husband. And if you are worried about always using your husband as a sponge, then you, like we've said, speaking to other people might help. Uh, so definitely check out that. This I'm just checking this website again. Miscarriage Support New Zealand offers empathy, emotional peer support and information for women, for women who've experienced the loss of their baby. Like it looks like a good, a good service that you could ring up. Um, and then I also have a look to see if there's uh any how much it's going to cost you to see a counselor psychologist because i think you'd be surprised i think it's probably subsidized by the government even if you're just there on a visa just have a look i don't think it would be that expensive okay all right maya okay po okay sorry salamat po no don't say sorry no you did great you did great today i appreciate you appreciate meeting it's nice meeting you and uh anytime you have you have my number anytime just send me a message yeah Okay, Paul. Thank okay. you. Thank Take you, Paul. Look, I, I hope everything's okay. I hope everything's okay. Okay. Thanks for the call. Appreciate Thank it, you. Maya. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh, those are always tough ones. Yeah. yeah. There's no There's no answer. There's no easy answer to those do ones. They, do right? they have that it's... in school, in medical school for you guys? Like the whole console 101 class, you know, because say you're ER doctor and family doesn't make it. Do they give you a... Do they give you a tutorial or, or just a, really a whole semester of how to talk to the family? Yeah, communication skills is yeah. like a huge part of the training. Like, yeah, like three, three years of communication skills. Oh, that but, many! Wow. Yeah, cool. like, but I mean, like once a week, you know, one, yeah. you know, just. But then I kind of think 
some people just can't communicate, can they? You can't right, teach right, it. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, you have to be able to understand somebody's feelings and have empathy. Yeah. No. Uh, absolutely. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a big part of it. The communication skills, I guess. But, well, we'll lead you into the but, weekend. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, but I know. <laughs> but I, I think I think you know in that sort of scenario, it's probably it's good about it's it's sort of the common scenario of um abroad can't afford healthcare what should i do uh there's always going to be services and charities available who can help you out you just yeah. need to look online uh, all right yeah well thanks thanks adam for being here again i thought i thought today was a great episode with you i appreciate the time that you you put into this um i know we've got some exciting plans for you and i uh moving forward as well which i don't know when we'll announce but i think just saying that it's pretty obvious <laughs> So, um, yeah, no, thanks. Thanks. Thanks for, for your time today, sir. I appreciate it. Cool, man. All right, cool. We'll see you next see you time. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. See you, man. Yeah, this has been Good Times from all the podcast year 10, episode number 36, of course, with Doc Adam. Check out Doc Adam's YouTube channel. Oh, Adam, man, I wanted to talk about a little bit about your your um, your 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 shop. <laughs> yeah, or, I mean, yeah. I'll tell quick, you, quick. I'll, okay, I'll tell you. So the reason we set that up was when I – when I started the YouTube, I realized it didn't, uh, we had to pay a lot of people to run the YouTube. So ended up, we weren't making, we were actually losing money on the YouTube. Now I get offered with sponsorships all the time. Like we probably get once a day, I get offered a sponsorship, but a lot of the time I'm not comfortable to take those sponsors. uh, Cause I think then there's something a lot of the time there's, an ethical component to it right of course for example i got offered this week a sponsor for for a face mask like there's no way i'm going to sponsor a face mask after i've already debunked the copper mask like that's just not ethical is it yeah it is it it is but i understand why they want you i understand why they absolutely want you to do it because because you were so credible about the last mask that if you actually now are promoting one how credible you must seem for that but yeah you're 100% right there's no way that that would be that would be YouTube channel suicide if you did this <laughs> right <laughs> yeah so so what, so the shop was set up so I could essentially support the channel and fund the channel with things where which are actually helping people from a health perspective so yeah. that was the idea uh, so we've just got a few you know health products that aren't as easily available in the Philippines and we just we just promote them instead of using sponsors well right. if you look in the Philippines a lot of the celebrities will obviously take any sponsorship any time and just keep on taking uh, sponsor after sponsor well, I just wanted to be a bit in control of what I was promoting right. um, and I'm happy to promote healthy food products as opposed to I'm not happy to promote a weight loss coffee or, or anything <laughs> of that of that nature that gets offered to me <laughs> so I, it's I just it. an easy way of supporting the channel without the stress of, of promoting something that I don't believe in. And, and where, where, where do people get where do people get to the shop? Then? Like it's, it's just uh, doc, it's just called docadamshop.com. Sounds good. All right. Well, there you go. Head over there. Uh, yeah, Doc. We'll see you next week. Yeah. All right, brother. Yeah, man. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Have a great have a great upcoming weekend, guys. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Worldwide, it's good times with Mo. The podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook.